Welcome back to Trading 360, friends. I'm Nicole Petalides, and it's time for our 360 round. We'll discuss today's consumer confidence data with our panel. Joining me right now, Len Franco, Senior Director of Economic Indicators for the Conference Board, and Eric Theore, Global Macro Strategist with the Multi-Asset Solutions Team at Manulife Investment Management. Thank you both for being with us. So, Lynn, what stands out to you? Are people feeling a little more optimistic? Because we were seeing sentiment at uh, some real lows not too long ago. Yeah, it's surprising. I think gas prices have really had a positive impact on consumer confidence, and in particular, how consumers assess the present situation. Their expectation six months forward, although not as bleak as it was during the summer months, is still sort of in that kind of recession territory. So I don't think we're out of the woods here, and I think there's still a lot of issues that are going to face uh, both the economy and consumers over the next several months. Yeah, and you start to wonder, will the print really change a lot in the next couple of months? Eric, what are you seeing? What trend are you watching here when it comes to what the consumer sentiment is showing you? Yeah, absolutely. I'd have to, to confirm what was just previously mentioned in terms of the, the confidence data and the uh, relation to, to gasoline prices. I think, you know, as we look to the economy into the end of the year and next year, um, we still do have financial conditions much tighter and a really challenging backdrop for consumers, not only in terms of real income growth, uh, but also just constrained spending. And so I think as we see these tighter financial conditions, not only bite in terms of the financial markets, but also the real economy, um, there are still very significant headwinds ahead. So gasoline prices may very well go back higher once again. I mean, right now we're seeing oil below $80 the barrel, but plenty of people I speak with see it resuming and moving back higher, coupled with um, rates have moved higher, right? We got a little bit of a breather in August, and that's why new home sales may have improved some, but now they're facing high mortgage rates again, Lynn. So things are good, and then they're not. Absolutely. And we're actually seeing that sort of translate into our purchasing intentions, right? They're a little bit mixed here where we saw a little bit of an uptick in consumers who were willing to purchase an auto or big ticket appliance items. Those who said they were going to purchase a home over the next several months uh, continue sort of ticking downward. And this, you know, no doubt really reflects the increase in mortgage rates, the cooling in the housing market. So we really think, you know, that heading into the final months of this year, even early next year, we're very likely to fall into a recession. And we're just going to continue to be faced with these very strong headwinds, you know, from inflation, interest rate hikes. And that's going to dampen growth and probably dampen consumer confidence as well. Yeah, and this consumer confidence survey that you're speaking of, the cutoff date for the preliminary results was just recently, September 20th. So some of these numbers are really very new. Um, Eric, your thoughts here about what we see going forward. When we look at the markets, we are experiencing headwinds, particularly with higher rates, and the Fed moving forward to team inflation. Eric? Yeah, and I think, you know, as we look to the outlook, it's really difficult to see um, an environment where we do see a, a re-acceleration in growth. Obviously, the outlook is dark. You know, we would like to see a, a recovery of growth potentially in the second half of next year at the second half of 2023. But again, the, the inflation situation, such as it is right now, doesn't really provide the cover for markets to start to price in easier financial conditions, easier policy, um, because right now inflation is still very much a concern. And I think if we broaden it out beyond, you know, U.S. inflation and its implications for the Fed, the global environment is still very challenging when you've got China pursuing a zero COVID policy, Europe in the, the midst of a, a 
really seismic energy crisis, it's hard to see the basis or the ingredients for a, a post-recession recovery uh, in the second half of next year. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, another part of this is what we're seeing in, in the situation when it comes to the labor market, Lynn, and you had that in the survey as well. I mean, part of the Fed's goal with, with taming inflation will be to raise unemployment. Right, and that's actually been the one sort of plus for consumer confidence. It's been supporting all of these gains that we've seen. And I think as we begin to see, you know, the unemployment rate uh, tick up and softening in the labor market, I think that's going to take a little bit of wind out of the consumer confidence survey. So, you know, just as we've heard, there's very few, if any, uh, positives on the short-term horizon. Right. So as you said, if, if gasoline was great and now it, it, it theoretically could go back up, if the labor market was great and theoretically uh, may get worse, it's just not such a pretty picture for folks. What are your final thoughts here, Eric, as you see the holidays coming? Um, what should we be watching as the central banks around the globe will continue to raise rates? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, the most important piece for, for markets is really the outlook for global growth. You know, how does this, you know, post-challenging um, period look like? I think obviously we've got headwinds very strong right now in the form of financial conditions and global risks, and obviously central banks squarely focused on inflation. But once those clouds start to part, whether it's an economic recovery in China, a reopening, uh, an easing in terms of uh, the energy crisis in Europe, or even, again, some of that softness in the labor market that can provide cover in terms of both inflation and scope for the Fed to provide accommodation. I think those are the clouds that I'll be looking um, okay. to part in, uh, in the coming months right. to see you know, how the second half of next year can look. Thank you. Great. Lynn Franco, Eric Terre, thank you. It's wonderful to see you both.